Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbun Allah wa al wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Wednesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. I quickly want to say a belated happy birthday to one of our mothers who is dedicated to Johnny's Bite, who's been praying for us. And yesterday was her birthday. Madame Edith Oduma Tete. Madame Edith Oduma Tete. She's then 74 yesterday, a.k.a. Eddie Ray, mother of uh, my brother Robert Coleman, a.k.a. Manyama Fie Tamon Lefimo. Um, it's a birthday today. Also today, I've, I've been informed that today is the birthday of former President Mahama, the key proponent of the 24-hour economy. And today is his birthday. Happy birthday to you, sir. Uh, I don't like posts. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to you, Mr. Former President, and happy birthday to you also, Madam Edith Uduma Tete, and a.k.a. Edire. Um, yesterday was your birthday. Yesterday also, we got some good news and we had another opportunity to show our scorecard. The um, Industrial Commercial Workers Union of the Volta, uh, Valco, let me put it that way, they came here yesterday. You know, sometime in 20, 2021, we had started the campaign of let the retirees go and let the young grow. It saw a lot of... Uh, old folks who were hijacking state institutions. Just put the plaque out there in the pictures. State institutions, they had hijacked state institutions, let the retirees go and let the young grow. And we started that. I mean, so many different organizations, you know, started giving us information. We started doing our own digging. One of the places that we turned our attention to was the Valco. And if you read the citation, they talk about the fact that because of the work we did and the support that we gave to the union and the issues that they have raised about unfair treatment, their monies, and sometimes they are exclusion from travels. As we speak, the president of the union has traveled, which was a thing of the past at the time, you know. So they, they are happy that they are also making progress. And I want to especially mention also Daniel Nikwate Titles Glover. They say that since you came on with a new team, there's been some good work there. Yesterday, I was also reiterated and told them that, look, I, this is good. You have come to celebrate Johnny's bite. You have come to celebrate Johnny Hughes. And this was at the time when the smelter was shut down. Nothing, nothing to go on. The smelter at Valco was shut down. Did you know that? The smelter at Valco, we covered it on Johnny's bite. Again, we had people who were insulting us, people who were, in fact, in one of the videos, they said, oh, Favidio Nima Johnny Hughes. I remember very well one of the videos of video Johnny Hughes because, I mean, the work we do, we want to see Ghana move forward. We want to be still in the vision of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. We still want to be the star of Africa, the hope star of Africa. We want to be the gateway to Africa. So yesterday they brought this to me. Thank you to the union. Thank you to everybody who supports. But you know what? 
Yesterday, when I put this on social media, bring the pictures back so we can see their faces. So when people start targeting them, we know that they are being targeted because they came to say thank you to Johnny Hughes and the Sunrise Morning Show team and the uh, 3FM, uh, what do you call it, Johnny's Bite. So, yes, a new day as well. My guys are on new day as well. Oliver, Danny, uh, everybody, Cookie, welcome back, and everybody else, Roland, everybody. So these are they. And, and I can tell you on authority that there are a lot of state institutions that have seen some remarkable change. They want to come and do a similar thing, but they tell you on the side that they are afraid because in this country we victimize people for no reason. But this is another scorecard. You get scorecard, show them. That's all we're asking. Now, we will talk about the economy because it's important that we talk about the economy. But first, show me the Kilewele picture. My good friend at the National Theatre, who is the board chairman, and I'm told that the board chairman is now writing, uh, that's the information I have, that the board chairman is now writing query to the staff, the heads of the union, like a similar thing. You see, Valco has union. So National Theatre also has union. All the three unions, the dance company union, the drama company union, the, the board chairman has written to them, querying them. Initially, the letter was written and it was withdrawn. The board chairman has written back to them. The question you ask yourself is, did the board chairman, who is a cousin of the president, Nana Fredio Furiata, did he not hear when the president said that board chairman should avoid getting into the day-to-day activities of the institutions that they are board chairman or board, board women over? The president was very emphatic about that. He held a meeting with them at the Jubilee House. I have that tape. Maybe tomorrow I'll play it for you because today I want to play a different set of tape for you. But he told them that. He said that to them. So why is a query coming from the board chairman and not from the executive director of the National Theatre? Why is the board chairman at the National Theatre the one interfacing with the people who work on a daily basis at the National Theatre and not the executive director? Why did the board chairman have to leave his mother's funeral, all right, and come to hold a press conference just in defense of the executive director? Why is the board chairman not really addressing the issues that we have raised here, the issues about the fact that the National Theatre smells, the fact that the National Theatre is collapsing, the fact that the National Theatre is an eyesore, the fact that the National Theatre is not what it was envisioned for as we speak. The fact that the National Theatre has is understaffed. The fact that the National Theatre have disgruntled staff. The fact that the National Theatre has only one carpenter who has collapsed two or three times on the job already. The fact that there are a lot of things happening at the National Theatre. Why is the board chairman not interested in that? And why is the board chairman not asking the executive director and the team to say, look, come to us and explain to us what the issues are. But the board chairman leaves his mother's funeral to come and hold a press conference to defend the executive director. Something is there. Show the Kilewele picture. No, that's the preamble to the Kilewele picture, please. Show me. Because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to explain how somebody explained to us how our situation was so bad. And then he being given an opportunity to, to, to superintend over something. The thing is so bad, when you talk about it, then their emotions are up. Because what is happening at the National Theatre is complete cool. It's dudui. It's not happening. It's cool. Nana Fredio Furiata on Twitter. He says, Kelewele, exclamation mark. So he was using screamers. He said, one piece is 0.07 pesos, all right? Ghana CDs. I bought two CDs and got 27 pieces. Shaking my head. Mohammed's Ghana. 
There was no planting for food and job. Hashtag change must come. This was at 1.26 p.m. on August 4, 2016. You know that August 4 means a lot to the MPP because of the UGCC. Now it's even a holiday. You know that. It's a holiday. You know that. Today, we call it the Founders Day now. But it's, you know that it's connected to the UGCC, etc. But I don't want to go into this. Now, this is two CDs, Kelewelew. This was in 2016. Just about how many years ago? Today, you can even buy 10 CDs, Kelewelew. You may not get this, this, this number of, 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 of chunks of Kelewelew. The irony... After planting for food and jobs, Dr. Ishmael said, we spent money to plant for food and jobs. The jobs did not come. The food did not come. This is it. So he was talking about two cities, 27 pieces of Kelewili, shaking my head, Mohammed's Ghana, hashtag change must come. The question I always ask is, did the change come? Because now all the presidential candidates who put themselves up to go and they say they don't, they don't want to continue on another's work. They say they are bringing their own ideas, including the vice president who was brought in to say, we are bringing you in because your ideas are good. We want to use it. Now, Nanado is in a fix. He needs Dr. Baumier's idea to use. The man says, I will be my old man. I will have new ideas and the economy will grow and grow and grow and there will be jobs and jobs. And now he's singing a different tune. A complete vote of no confidence. Because when the 17 people, including Nanado, came and they said they wanted to contest after John Kufour, they said they want to take over from the work Kufour had done and continue his good work. <clears throat> Boache Jaku says, I have a new vision. Alan Tramantin says, I have a new vision. Kwabla Japan says, I have a new vision. Adanibo says, I have a new vision. Kojo Poku says, I have a new vision. Dr. Baumia says, I have a new vision. Everybody who came to contest, they all said they had new vision. That's a complete vote of no confidence. And I'll demonstrate to you why there's a complete vote of no confidence. Play for me um, the video from Parliament. Ricketts Hagan, former Deputy Finance Minister. I want to tell you how low we have sunk. And that is not even debatable. Play the video for me. This is basically an economic garbage, this budget. It does not inspire anyone. There is nothing in here, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, let me tell you the external debt that we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, we owe the Chinese 1.9 which we are not paying. We owe the Paris Club 2 billion, which we are not paying. We own the Paris Club, 3.8 billion, which we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, we own temples, 2.5 billion, which we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, with multilateral debt, we owe 8.8. Ghana is not the highest when it comes to multilateral debt in Africa. We owe the most. 8.8 billion, and we are not paying. Mr. Speaker, Eurobond, which my friend mentioned, we owe Eurobond 14.9 billion, which we are not paying. The Eurobond that is due now, due in August, we haven't paid it. Mr. Speaker, we have done 17 Eurobond tranches in this country since we started doing Eurobond in President Kufu's time. Mr. Speaker, 
from President Kufo to President Mills to President Mahama. 16 years, we did four, four billion euro bond. That's one of them. Mr. Speaker, under this government, under this government, we have done 12 tranches of euro bond. 12! In, in seven years, we did four. In 16 years, Mr. Speaker, to a tune of $11 billion. This is how much we owe, and we are not paying. Johnny's bite. Mr. Speaker, let me, let me give you a picture here. And what they've done, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, sorry. This government intentionally did certain work with the intention of never paying. Intentionally did certain work with the intention of never paying. And let me tell you why. Mr. Speaker, Euro bonds are usually done for a period of 10 to 15 years. That's why the Euro bond done on the Kufo was done for 10 years, 750. NDC made provision for that bond to be paid. We paid 250 before we left office. The remaining 500, we have put money in the second fund to pay, which they use in paying this. The one that is due, they haven't paid. Mr. Speaker, they did your bond in 2018. May 2018. That year bond is supposed to basically expire in 2048. For 30 years, instead of the 10, 15 years, Mr. Speaker, this is all the euro bonds we've done in this country. 17. Mr. Speaker, in 2019, they did another euro bond in some churches for 31 years. Mr. Speaker, in 2020, in 2020, one of the churches of euro bonds that we did. Let's stop. Let's stop it before somebody gets a heart attack. This is our situation. This is where we are. We, we, are, we are in the hole. We owe to my son or Brimpo, even when he's 40, he will still be paying debts that he knows nothing about. That he knows nothing about. Now, our situation has become so bad that even in Kenya, after we went to steal a photo to do the cover page of Ghana Beyond Aid. You remember that? That we stole a photo and did Ghana Beyond Aid. And it's still there shamelessly on the website. We have not pulled it down. Now, in Kenya, there's a gentleman called Jimmy Wanjigi. He wanted to be president of Kenya. He's a private businessman and all of that. They are now using us as a good example of everything that is bad in Kenya and other countries. Play, play the video. When you start seeing a government struggling with paying salaries, Eric, as you mentioned, we are tethering on what is called debt default. And I think Kenyans need to understand what that means to our lives. Ghana recently, December, went through a modicum of debt default. They could not meet their debt obligations. So what did Ghana do? They went to the IMF. And the IMF told them, before we look at you dealing with your debts, the sovereign in your country must understand and feel the pain first. Mm. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Ghana calls in, calls in, calls in, calls in, calls in, calls in their bonds. Mm. <laughs> and says, now, if you have a bond of 10,000 of 10, shillings, you now take it at a discounted rate of 30%. Yeah. So it shelves off... People who had lent it domestically. Yes. Basically. It shelves off 3,000 shillings and says 7,000 is yours. Now these 3,000 come back for it in three years. The next three years is 0% in, uh, interest. But in three years, you come, we give you 3%. They went to bank accounts because the threat of banks collapsing is huge. Mm. So they come to your bank account. They raid your current account. They do the same thing. Here they will raid your M-Pesa and do the same thing. What is raiding and doing the same thing? What does that it mean? means that if you have a deposit in your M-Pesa mm. of 10,000 shillings, mm. they will take 30% and you then have 7,000. So your balance, if you have a current account, your balance suddenly come, becomes 7,000. 7, Who is the sovereign? It's you, the citizen. How do you starve off a bank collapse? You detain the cash. You detain the cash. This was supervised by Mr. Ken Uforiata. The economic management team, led by Dr. Baumia, Professor Jan Bafo, Alan Kodjo Tremanting, all of them. Then you go to the Bank of Ghana as well, and ultimately supervised by President Ekufuado. We are being used as a good example for everything that is bad. And instead of majoring on in the majors, we are majoring in the minors intimidating people, trying to bully our way, and trying to... I, I don't get it. Then when we come back, we say, oh, we have the men. Oliver, give me two minutes. We have the men. Nobody doubted. Play a video of one of the men for me. Play the video of the, of the regional minister. That's the last video. Just play the video for me. We have the men. We have the... Play the video for me. Just play his video for me. That's the last video I'll play. Where regional... Whole regional minister... One would have thought that the first time he misspoke, he would have guided himself. He didn't guide himself. He's still talking about sex because he has finished eating. He is satisfied. He is driving in a V8. He has a police guard who was standing behind him and they were laughing. That's the problem. The people who give the fan full respect stand behind them and laugh when they make certain jokes and objectify women. It's a problem. A regional minister, head of the security council, head of the regional coordinating council. Play the video. It doesn't put 9.5 so that we get uh, quality for our money that, that we are paying. So I thank Anandro's government, uh, I thank MPP government uh, that he thinks about the people. He wants to do real things to change people's lives. Uh, as I said, not to go and farm in the night and leave your wife that you have uh, uh, paid so much money uh, to marry. You know, somebody was telling me that in Borga here, uh, to marry, you have to pay. I thought it was the Boku area that you have to pay cow. I said, oh, my mumpu, because I don't know if I pay for it. Mama said, oh, my mumpu, because I don't know if I say a crummy. It's a pay for the amount of sovereignty, Mama. I will policy, no. Mama, Mama, Mambo. This, this is a lawyer. He has a PhD. He went to the law school. That's something that people fail to enter. 
His reasoning pattern is that because the 24-hour economy doesn't, they didn't come from him, we should stop. But all the countries we borrow from, whether the US, the UK, China, Japan, Canada, England, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it, Germany, all those places. And these are the intellectuals who, at the very top, these are the people leading conversations. These are the people in the big meetings. These are the, the country is taking a reverse, it's at the reverse gear at top speed. And you don't have rear cameras. Your side mirrors are broken. Your driving mirror is broken. And you are going at top speed on the reverse gear. Can you see what I'm seeing? This is a lawyer, an original minister who has the ears of the president talking about sex and that he can't have sex in the afternoon with his wife and that he has to have sex in the evening. So he's not even thinking about mechanized agriculture. So when the government was busy talking about one village, one dam, irrigation, planting for food and jobs and the rest, he was just thinking about cutlass and whole kind of farming. Hey! We have the men. This one. Ah, well, good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite on Sunrise.